Land Grant Brewing presents Land Grant University Beers with the Brewers I'm ready Happy September 23rd Autumn is here On the podcast this week Mark Richards That's me Walt Tekees Yeah, I think uh, The day we're recording this It's like turning autumn Like officially like right now like 320 today we're in that slow climb to winter that's right and that would be one adam benner hello love it i'm sick of of summer i'm sick of the heat i'm sick of humidity i'm a little ready for autumnal weather i'm not so sure i want winter yet yeah and dan schaefer oh boy what is up dan no not much well you sure have brought us a feast of pretty big beers here. Oh, did I? Oh, look mm-hmm. at that. There they all are. Today's show, we're going to be featuring all of our anniversary Imperial Stouts for our seven-year anniversary. Batch 1000 Imperial Stout coming at you four ways with a Neapolitan Imperial Stout, a smoked maple Imperial Stout, one with ancho and tamarind. Ooh, that sounds exotic. And the one that I'm looking forward to the most because it's one of my favorite desserts in the world, baklava. Not to be confused with balaclava. Mm-hmm. True, true. Not yeah. robbing any banks here. No, sir, but chock full of uh, hopefully pistachio, honey. Can I get some dough in there? Some little layers. Well, I, 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 I couldn't the layers. quite figure out how to make the dough flaky pastry <laughs> work in there. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think we want any flakes in that beer. No, I think that'd be too soggy. We'll just stick with the beer. We'll just stick with the beer. So, Dan, what do you think? You tell us about the base recipe, what this stout is, and then I'm pretty excited to try all of them. It was a bit too... Uh, Watched the craft beer and brewing video with um, head brewer at uh, Perennial, Phil. Um, of course, they do quite a few big stouts. We used some things that he mentioned in that video, but also some techniques that we've used in the past that we like. So it's mostly our, our Craftmaster blend, uh, a bit of Munich, because I like Munich and dark beers, because that dark, deep, rich spreadiness. Black prints largely uh, just for color, uh, minimum roast. Uh, pale chocolate gives you that nice... Um, chocolate chip cookie uh, vibe a uh, little c60 with some mid-level caramel and roast barley just a touch because um, we didn't want this to be big roast bomb um you know because that can fight with a lot of the uh adjuncts for these sort of pastry style stouts not that i would call any of these really pastry style ish i mean the base was, I think, like around 10.6, um ABV, fairly well attenuated. Um, not, you know, I, I was actually really happy with the, just the, the base recipe. It was a very drinkable beer um, before we started messing around with it. So, how long ago, yeah, and to give some background, this is our third 
batch quote number beer that we've done. So how long ago did we brew this batch? 1,000 that it timed out perfectly for the uh, 7th anniversary party coming up here this weekend the on Saturday. The base, I believe, was brewed three months ago. Sounds right. Um, actually, it might have been a little more like five. Um, yeah, we um, brewed it, um, centrifuged it to get it off the yeast, and then we kegged it so that we could portion it out um, by kegs. Um, we did eight kegs per batch. Um, plus, you know, the additions, um, adding yeast, uh, to the ones that, well, actually all of them had fermentables that we had to to ferment out add a little bit of yeast back, um, to ferment them out. And then, yeah, bright tank and package. All right. Yeah. Cause the other, our first one was what batch 300, which was Mm -hmm. the, uh, Imperial IPA that we brought back a couple times. And then batch 500, I believe was a sour of sorts. Yes, um, a couple of years ago. So all the way up to so, and for those of you following along, it's not necessarily how many times we've brewed on the brew house, but individual beers that have gone in the tank. So if you've been on our tour, we have twenty barrel brew house. Two thirds of our tanks are eighty barrel tanks, so it takes four brews on the brew house uh, to go in there. So this is a thousand different batches that uh, that we've done. Took us a six and a half years ish a little over six six and a half years to get to that point so Mm -hmm. a lot of beers have come through this this here brewery didn't we have a batch 200 that was an imperial stout as well maybe yes uh, yes yes. Mm -hmm. actually and and q gave me a can i have a can of that in my uh, fridge uh, during the pandemic we had had a friend of ours stay stay over our house and uh she wanted one more beer and happened to go in the back of the fridge and thought she was i think grabbing maybe a uh, a much lighter beer and opened up the batch 200 that I was saving. Who knows how good it would have been. But, Did she report? Uh, she was not a fan. Not a yeah. fan. Not a fan of beer. So Q had, Q had an extra, and thanks to Quentin, uh, now I have uh, an Yeah, extra. I have one in my fridge that I got at the last land-grant holiday party that we had. To 20, uh, 2020. 2019, 2020. Yeah. yeah, whatever that holiday was. Uh, yeah, saving that for someday. There you go. Well, if it's a rainy one, like today, plenty of that going around. Well, yeah. and, and to give you an update on the weather report, according to Dark Sky, we're down to seventeen percent chance of rain here on Saturday. So mm. uh, now, Mark's only trusted weather uh, app, Weather Bug, is still at forty percent, but it Not does say mostly, uh, mostly, mostly sunny throughout the day. Yeah. High sixty nine. So it's going to be a nice crisp autumn day. I think I think we're going to be okay. Yeah, hopefully. And you know, good day to throw on a sweatshirt and hang out outside, just like you would when it is autumn and you're watching football. Yeah, and there's about 25 giant boxes of new Land Grant sweatshirts sitting right next to us. Oh yeah, yeah. If the party was last Saturday, you probably would have uh, needed a uh, change of shirt for how hot it was here in Central Ohio. And uh, now uh, it went from the dog days of summer to directly into autumn do not pass go here we are here we are all right so into this one what do we got first we got the uh, neapolitan ice cream huh mm-hmm. neapolitan Fi- yes yeah. yeah 
I was going to let it slide. Yeah. It's, it's not um, a new politan, no. if you will. <laughs> um, this came in at 10.7% ABV, so we added a, a five-gallon bucket of strawberry puree concentrate. Again, cause we, as we've talked about before, um, strawberry is very watery. And um, to get the same concentration of flavor, we would have to add many, many times the amount of strawberry, and then it would dilute our beer down to 8%, and that's where it defeats purpose. So we did a pound per barrel of cocoa nibs, and uh, our standard sort of high, uh, high rate for uh, vanilla which is like two-thirds of a gallon for a 20-barrel batch. And the strawberry, um, when it fermented out, was, it was still, I think, identifiable as strawberry, but it was almost kind of like a fruit leather type of strawberry, not quite that, that cartoony strawberry that you expect when you're having a Neapolitan ice cream. So added a little bit of strawberry extract just to give you that, that impression on the nose. Mm-hmm. It definitely comes through. The flavor profile matches the name. You get, you get that strawberry, you get... A nice hint of the vanilla. Mm-hmm. So as a, I would always, as a kid, um, eat each uh, flavor separately. I wasn't one to to mix them together, but you can pull you can pull them out here. No, there's always that uh, that cruel point when you open the container and the the clean, yeah, you know, right right down to the bottom and just leaving vanilla there. With uh, usually it was the chocolate that went first, and chocolate strawberry, and then yeah, vanilla. It's just my brother was very cruel to me. Very cruel. You have some history on the uh, Neapolitan Neapolitan ice cream here, Walt? Um, do I have some history on Neapolitan ice cream? Uh, no, I assume it's from Naples uh, or uh, pretends to be from Naples, Italy, uh, which would be why they spell it with an A, not an O. It's not Naples. It's Naples. I was really hoping we were going to get uh, a lengthy dissertation and, and a uh, um, like an exaggerated Italian accent. You, you, the margarita pizza, you know, you got the red tomato, the white uh, mozzarella, and the green basil. Um, Neapolitan, you've got the pink for the strawberry, mm-hmm. <laughs> white mm-hmm. for the vanilla, the brown for the chocolate. Now, here, I'm looking at this, and actually... <laughs> Sometimes called Harlequin ice cream. Well, the chocolate Mm. came later. Originally, it was pistachio ice cream to give you the colors of the Italian flag, which would more coincide with Spumoni, which is uh, a gelato, which has three uh, multiple layers of different flavors. I would have taken the pistachio over chocolate. Yeah. That would have been been pretty good. That would have been really cool. Yeah. I wonder if anyone makes that. We should look for that. If only we could go back to the 1870s. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if only we could go back. Well, we can't, so I don't even know if we do this this week. Well, we but can't. How crushable is it? One. Okay. Yeah, Next I, one. I think, that, <laughs> I think that these are all going to be a one, and that doesn't mean that together they are four. That means they are a one. Uh-huh. Yeah, so, it, and if you're listening to the episode, I, I believe because of the, the weather, we, we made the executive decision to move our tasting inside. So there's a few less... Well, potentially. Potentially. So there may be a few less tables, but if you are interested, we Not so we are going to be uh, going through a very similar tasting with these beers, pairing with Buckeye Donuts here Saturday morning at 10 a.m. prior to the public opening of the anniversary party. So as we're going through... 
uh, will also. So this 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 one right here is going to be um, paired with uh, which which donut, guys? This one will be with the red velvet. Oh, that's, that's, a, that's a great that's a great pairing. So, mm-hmm. so we'll mention that. You can think about that. You can always come down here and buy your four pack separately. Do this kind of tasting yourself. But if you want a guided tasting uh, mm-hmm. with, I believe most of us here on the panel uh, on the on the beers of the brewers are going to be on that panel uh, Saturday morning. Yeah, as, and there are as of right now no tickets available. But if the weather ends up being nice, there will be some available seats. There you go. So. The weather looks nice Saturday morning. Come on down. We should have plenty of room. Looking forward to trying those Saturday morning. Now, Dan, what about moving on to the smoked maple imperial stout? Yeah, so uh, this one was uh, Patrick's idea. And um, for the smoked element uh, on my 10-gallon homebrew system... I brewed uh, a couple five-gallon batches of um, a what turned out to be a 9% smoked wheat wine uh, that was 100% oak-smoked uh, wheat malt, and that was, that was a bit of a pain. Um, yeah, but now I know how to do it, uh, but the, yeah, I think it ended up being like an 11-, 12-hour brew day process for both of those oh boy was this already pre-smoked malt or yeah this is the same malt that they use in uh gretzer's a very very light smoke on the yeah. nose still uh, smoky though yeah, yeah. You, you get it but yeah definitely not uh too intense which is kind of the definitely the way i like those mark 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 <laughs> likes a little more smoke in his beers but this is good i don't usually go for the smoky beers or Smoke flavor in general, like this, but this is really nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, like with a hearty beer, it, a little maple, it, it really does nicely. Yeah, so, and then we used um, a gallon of Grade A Vermont maple syrup, and um, used uh, maple extract. So we again, we've talked about once you ferment maple out, there's not a whole lot not of maple left, left unless you use a ton of maple. But we did use the extract was um, from maple syrup. They make the. Uh, uh, maple extract that's made with like uh, fenugreek. Uh, that is not this. We use the uh, <laughs> the expensive extract um, to get uh, a, a, more, a more true maple flavor. And the donut pairing on this, just you know, your classic maple bacon long john. Ooh, yeah, that's, that's just a classic. That classic. I mean, probably what fifteen years ago, I think maple bacon donuts were all all the rage. Mm-hmm. I'm in on that one. That sounds delicious. They took the country by storm. Took that country. I, I remember mm. there was this donut shop in Chicago. I don't even remember the name, but I remember they had a maple bacon donut that people would line up for when I when, when we were living there. So, yeah, really tasty. Think this is going to be a great pairing. You get that maple flavor coming through the smoke. It's it's like Walt said. I'm surprised. Mm-hmm. It's really nice. They really um kind of ping pong back off one another the, the maple comes across and very sweet and rich and then the smoke comes in and the maple sort of bats it down it turned out to be the, the right level for both ingredients this would have been a perfect beer when we did those hickory and oak dinners with uh, ray ray's as a yep. nightcap almost like a port wine it's going to be a one crusher on all of these am i right on this? yeah yeah yes mark let's be reasonable here let's be reasonable and having a friend and trying them all which we're doing right now and you can do on Saturday morning. Yeah, even Hodge is here having some. Hodge, what would you say about the beer here? Uh, they're all pretty decadent. 
Delicious. <laughs> so decadent. So decadent. So, so decadent. Decadent. One crusher. Cheers. One crusher. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> On to the next one. So this is the Ancho. Tamarind Ancho. Tamarind. This is um, based off of one of um, Dan Irwin's favorite hot sauces. I went and bought all the hot sauces when he posted the. And nice. like, right here, good. And they're not. You. They're not super spicy. Like their thing is, they're like chili sauces, but they're not, they're not like particularly like spicy. Yeah. This isn't. Um, yeah, just being anchos. Uh, not super super spicy. This just got packaged today. You don't get any heat on the nose. No, there's kind of a, a little bit of a um, creeping up the back, but it's um, you got more of that that dark fruit character. And a little bit of earthiness from the anchos as opposed to um, any type of uh, huge heat character. Yeah, I can't tell by taking a big whiff if that kind of top of the nostril is either the alcohol uh, yeah. burn or the uh, the chili burn on it. it and it's also, the, you know, the tamarind is quite sweet. Um, mm-hmm. We used uh, tamarind puree on this. And... Uh, <laughs> Um, I've got the hot sauce here. Yeah. The brand is Humble House, and uh, it's based on their ancho and marita flavor. That's the pink mm. pink label. Yeah, and as, as, I mean, as you drink through, you, you, you're definitely going to get that those flavors that are kind of hidden away on the uh, on the nose. But yeah, it's an interesting one. Yeah, I get kind of like a candied orange thing too in the finish. As I'm swallowing, like you would have, like if it was a uh, a box of chocolates you'd get around Christmas time. That... Yeah, I can see that. Tam- mm-hmm. I guess tamarind is some weird stuff, but mm-hmm. it's and it's very versatile. Obviously, you can use it in, in sweet and savory cooking. It has uh, to me like a bit of a uh, orchard fruit. There's kind of an apple pear. Yeah, uh, as long as well as uh, the tartness. And again, the, the impression of this one is this is probably comes across as the sweetest, uh, which is weird because it's also the, I think, the booziest at 11 and a half. Having had the hot sauce and tasting this, it's like, it's a pretty a good approximation. Um, and yeah, it's pretty tasty. But yeah, it's uh, it might be a little different than what you expect when you're drinking a chili beer. So uh, with the ancho, ancho, ancho? Probably Probably ancho. Yeah, ancho is fine. We're in Ohio. It's ancho. Uh, so it's, uh, you get the apple. Ancho. You'll get the apple uh, spice filled donut. Ranch. Yeah. The uh, apple apple spice filled donut to go with your ancho tamarind imperial stout. And then. That'll go well. Our last one here is the baklava. And this is not a standard donut that they make over at Buckeye Donuts. But um, when you come here on Saturday, it is a, a special baklava donut that they're making for for the pairing i believe That's oh yeah correct. chris just walked back into the brewery uh he went to go pick up the labels for these beers so he chris was on the news yesterday on on tuesday here uh talking about there was an article about the the uh, spirit shortages for bars and restaurants and so they, they asked us if we had any input if uh, breweries are having issues so spirits companies are running into 
right? Glass shortages, so they can't get bottles. Even the big producers can't even get bottles to put their uh, whiskey and bourbon and vodka, etc. in. Uh, we may have touched on this in the podcast, the can shortage going on that we seem to be navigating all right. But um, one thing that we're probably most recently running into is the adhesive for the labels that, that we buy from our different label manufacturers. They can't get that. So what used to be a couple week turnaround is turned into a little more so sliding into home base as happens a lot uh, around here at the brewery but chris just got back with these labels so there's a lot of unlabeled cans that'll be going through and uh great great multi-color bright colors for this uh this this batch 1000 so uh if you're able to get yourself a four pack it's a it's a it's a nice looking can nice and clean a triple check that there are a thousand check marks on that. <laughs> so it took Walt so long to well, uh, he fir- counted each one I, individually. <laughs> when I first started doing it, I had too many because I counted each set of five hash uh, marks as one. So I actually had five thousand when I started doing it, and I said, "This seems like a lot, too many, too many." And then I fixed that, but then I also gave myself a panic attack, thinking that I forgot to fix the number of. Uh, columns I had and I had too many but I didn't it's fine it's correct <laughs> alright so, so um, if, I, if after all that I'm still wrong just don't tell me so this is the one I wanted to do and I got my way shout out to uh, Olive in Time which uh, I can step out my backyard and hit with a rock who makes an excellent baklava yeah that um, place is great yeah nice people mm-hmm. um, depending on where you are uh, there are different countries and different uh Ethnicities have different variations on baklava. Some do walnuts, some do pistachios. We decided to do both. Um, some do rosewater. We didn't do that. Um, we did use some nice uh, fall harvest um, Ohio honey. I think it ended up being 10 pounds of walnuts and 5 pounds of pistachios. So we um, stuck it in our, our little baby bright um, that we can get uh, maybe like a barrel and a half in. Pumped over the batch 1,000, uh, a couple, two, three kegs at a time, let it sit for a week, um, tasted it a few times, making sure we, we weren't pulling tannins, that nice mouth puckering thing that you get, particularly from walnut skins. Then we pump them out and we pump it back in. We were surprised at how much extraction we got. Like, we just, like, surely these things are spent by now, but no, they just kept, uh, kept getting more and more extraction out of them. And wow. Were these shelled pistachios? Uh, was it pistachio? Yeah. Extract uh, or, or it, in it shells? Is, they were um, shelled pistachios. All thanks to uh, nuts, nuts.com, our favorite. Not a sponsor, but they could be. Yeah, not to discount the other three, but this is by far my favorite. This is so good. It's a banger. Mm, man. I mean, it's funny how the, um, the honey, tasting it on its own, you don't think you get that much. When you try the other, like the honey sweetness from it is so... Yeah pronounced it's so um, good yeah it's um yeah i don't just think it's the honey sweetness i mean it you get it feels like drizzled honey on top or not feels Mm. like but that you know you you get that kind of rich honey flavor really really powering through the rest of it i think it ended up being three gallons by the way three gallons of uh ohio honey and i'm assuming then that honey was fermented then so because this this feels drier even at that higher alcohol percentage than than the rest, it it actually helped out. Um, it, I don't think it fermented out completely. Uh, you know, when uh, when you're already over eleven percent alcohol, the yeast tend to just be like, "Yeah, no, I'm good. <laughs> We're good." Um, but it, quite a bit of it did ferment out, and um, 
it, I think it actually needed it again because we did start to you start to get some of those tannins from the walnut skins, and um, it has that drying effect. But it uh, it kind of brings it back into uh, to balance. Yeah, yeah. this I, I'd be hard pressed to choose between this and the smoked maple, but I think those two are my favorites. All right, probably, go ahead. We're going to press um, you right now. We are going to hard press you. What what what's what's your what's your order? You don't even. Um, we got to rank all of them. You got to rank them. Okay. And then they yeah. all could be one A, B, and C, and D. But yeah. you're obviously going to have a top four. Can we move up to a two crusher on this one? Probably not. <laughs> no, no, I'm definitely not. not. What do you okay. say? Twelve, 12 or thirteen percent? It is delicious. <laughs> it would be irresponsible. I will drive by your house and see you crushed on the front lawn. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. how that works. Well, that's um, a good place for me. Uh, I would say baklava, smoked maple, ancho, and Neapolitan. Okay. Well. This is like ranked choice voting here. So I think I'd go maple, oh. um, Neapolitan, ancho, ancho, and then this one. I don't even have a pen, but I, I, I could I could write this down. You got a pen? So we got we'll go back to Dan. Dan said baklava, smoked maple, ancho, Neapolitan. Walt said smoked maple. Mm-hmm. And then Neapolitan. And then Neapolitan, and then Ancho, and then this one. Wow. Wow. Okay. Mark. Baklava, Ancho, smoked, Neapolitan. Smoked. Neapolitan. Neapolitan. Neapolitan is four. So I'm going to go Baklava, Neapolitan, smoked maple, Ancho. Wow. None of us wow. were even the same. So we have baklava is, is clearly the winner. Number one, baklava. Number two, smoked maple. And then a tie for third, Neapolitan and the Ancho Tamarind Imperial Stouts. Okay, there it there is. There you there have it. it. There there the rankings. Definitive power rankings. The power yeah. rankings. Rank choice voting. Take that, Bill Connolly. Oh, yeah. I think that's better than trying to go for a four crusher this week. Yep. No questions from a listener, but... We got a lot going on here at the brewery, including some music tonight. <clears throat> what we got here? Walt Thursday. Uh, the, uh, Lily Bloom is here tonight, six to eight in the beer garden. That's Thursday, uh, the twenty third. Uh, and then, so we'll get the we'll get the rest of the stuff out of the way, and then we'll go through the, the anniversary party stuff. Browns play the Bears on Sunday. Yeah, you can uh, see uh, Justin Fields real start most thrill likely. Thrill of a lifetime for everybody involved. Um, that's at one o'clock. The game will be on in the beer garden and inside. Andy and Shaw band. Uh, after Andy that. Shaw band playing at five uh, when the Browns game ends. Oh, hard to go. So there Andy you go. Come and see some some all your rowdy friends and uh, stick around for some tunes. Uh, Monday night uh, is not for football. It is for movies. Um, Tibetan Momo is here serving their delicious food. Um, there's a movie playing that contains a joke that I just did not understand until like two years ago. Uh, Sister Act 2, Back in the Habit. Uh, the Back in the Habit 
that oh, went right know, over you, my head. You didn't know for that, about that, 25 that years. nuns wore habits. <laughs> I did That's not. what they called the, the nun outfit. I did not. I thought they all habit. had started smoking again. I just um, assumed that uh, Whoopi Goldberg's comedy was so transcendent you couldn't understand the, um, <laughs> the genius. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm sure there were more jokes within the film that went over my head as well, but the back in the habit was uh, lost on me for a long time. But now I get it. It's uh, quite clever. Um, Tuesdays, uh, every Tuesday is trivia with our friend Travis Hosher on the beer garden, uh, weather permitting, uh, main course back again this Tuesday. Uh, Wednesdays, two fat Indians. They're here all the time. Every Wednesday, check them out. Really good Indian food. Um, and they'll make it spicy for you if you ask them to. So that, that's the, that's the rundown of the usual stuff. But this Saturday, um, the big the 25th. Uh, is the Land Grant LG7 Land Grant 7th anniversary uh, party. And it's an actual party this year, which is exciting. Um, I'm just going to run through the like the, the schedule of events the here. Run of show. The run of shoes. Yeah. Yeah. Run the big show. Starting um, with what we just did, only well, yeah, with Yeah, we're donuts. doing a, a tasting like we just did on the podcast, but with the Buckeye Donuts, um, as we mentioned. Uh, there are... Currently, we are sold out because of weather fears, but if the weather is fine, um, we will have plenty more seats available outside, but we didn't want to um, shut folks out uh, if it got rained out. So um, we're planning to have it inside if we need to, but hopefully we do not need to. If you didn't get tickets, email us, and uh, we'll we'll keep you abreast when we make the final decision. But weather's looking okay now. It's kind of improved in the last... um, Day. So, should be fine. Anyway, the doors open for that nine thirty. Um, doors to the public open at uh, eleven. Uh, DJ Bono is going on at eleven thirty. Uh, he's going to be spinning tunes until four. When Red Healer take the stage, followed by everyone's favorite band Campbell at five thirty. Uh, Joey H at seven, and Mojo Flow is your headliner at eight forty-five p.m. And uh, there's also a Ohio State football game. They're playing the Mighty Akron Zips from Northeast Ohio. Yeah, you know, when you're scheduling football games when people are struggling to even go to the normal time games, you really want to have your big in-state MAC opponent as the marquee evening game when a lot of people are going to be having to find parking and all that kind of stuff. Uh, yeah. It's a great, great scheduling. Great scheduling. Great by job our, by everybody by involved with that. There. Um, maybe they just needed the... Uh, maybe they, they needed were, to use the lights. Maybe the sun was making everyone slip on the field. That could be. That could be. Well, hey, all that rain, that day's going to really <laughs> yeah. be helpful. But field should be looking yeah. sharp by Saturday with all this rain. Um, crew uh, play Montreal at 8. No, in, in Columbus. It's a home game. Also, did, did I say at? I meant to just yeah. say that they played Montreal. Uh, yeah, crew are playing at home right down the street. So if you are heading to the crew game, uh, perfect place to pregame for that would be the Land Grant Brewing Company seventh anniversary party. Uh, and then you can walk or scoot or get an Uber or a Lyft over the stadium in a matter of moments, and uh, you won't have to deal with that parking situation. Yeah, so going to the music, I kind of want to highlight that. So Red Healer played one of our, I think it was the first Franklinton Friday, mm-hmm. really entertaining band, had a great time, did a lot of 
covers, some originals, and uh, I, I just remember one of the one of the singers saying, "Hey, everyone, get up and dance!" But at that point, we were still under. We were not allowed we were to not, get up you and could dance. Not, you could not. You had to be seated at your table. It was footloose rules. Yes, it was no dancing, no standing, and drinking. So maybe this time that'll happen. Campbell, as Walt mentioned, so a lot of a lot of friends of the brewery. Former uh, and of enemies of the brewery as well, or enemies of the brewery, but good, uh, you know, former sustainability manager uh, and, uh, and and part time podcast producer Vinny uh, Valentino has uh, since moved uh, to California mm-hmm. to uh, get a really great job there uh, at the University of California, I believe. Stanford. Oh yeah, was it Stanford? Stanford. Okay, mm-hmm. one of, one of those uh, universities out there, and so he is leaving the Campbell Band and being replaced mm-hmm. by. By our very own uh, Casey. Casey. Uh, yeah, they just keep plugging in uh, land grant bartenders. And, and talking to, I was talking to, oh, talking to uh, uh, Jake Webb here, who uh, you've all seen. And at the last uh, live anniversary party, uh, Jake uh, was starring uh, in uh, the band Fables. He's also in Campbell, and he said that That's Casey right. has been awesome during uh, during practice. That's right. that yesterday. So Great. Yeah. Half of the bartenders are going to clock out to get on stage. Yeah. So if you can't get a beer in that hour, yeah. <laughs> please and so understand. Cam- Campbell will play most likely some covers. They're, they're rock. There are a lot of members of other bands around. And then 7 o'clock, Joey H., new friend of the brewery. We met Joey this year, and uh, kind of, a, kind of a, a hip-hop feel, so it'll be a... Uh, he he came on stage during the last Franklinton Friday with Parker Lewis and uh, and did a song with Parker Lewis. So excited to have Joey, also a big Browns fan. And then uh, surprisingly, we we were trying to recall uh, for a band like Mojo Flow headlining at eight forty five has never never played here um, for for all the different be- events and larger uh, Columbus bands we've had. So we're excited to have Mojo Flow play here. I know. Um, when we did the original backyard barbecue, Amber Nicole was one of the uh, folks that you could uh, knock down in the dunk oh, tank. Yeah, uh, yeah, and the uh, and uh, and then was also here with Wave uh, in their 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 performance earlier mm-hmm. this year. So excited to have um, have those folks down here. Most of them have probably played here in other bands, uh, and uh, it'll be a great great cap to a great night. And as we said, um, we'll have the Ohio State game on in the turf area, and the crew game will be on with audio in the tap room. But we'll also have the Ohio State game on that TV. And I did get some requests from some buddies um, throughout the day, most likely in the turf area. We will have the Ryder Cup on. Uh, there is a lot of uh, there's a lot of sports going on. We got at noon. We got we got Notre Dame, Wisconsin, uh, and then uh, it'll be the Saturday of the Ryder Cup. So Ryder Cup starts up this week here in Whistling Straits, um, USA versus Europe. So go USA. It's golf. Wow. A lot of a lot of stuff going on. A lot of stuff going on. Um, yeah. Well, if, uh, if you're hungry, Rarys will be serving as always, like they do every Thursday through Sunday. Uh, Mersh's will be here early. Um, doing they're doing like brunch breakfast. They do the breakfast stuff. Yeah, stuff. Great That's right. breakfast sandwich. Great breakfast uh, sandwich. Two fat Indians. Our Indian food truck will be here. Uh, Phillips on wheels doing conies and burgers and uh, French fries and all that fun stuff. 
And Dodo Donuts, a good friend of the brewery at this point, uh, will be here serving their really delicious brown, uh, donuts that I bet would go really well with uh, some of the beers we'll have on tap. Oh, yeah. Um, and we got a late edition. I think we're going to have a taco chop late night, too. So if you are hanging around. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Uh, I think we just we just confirmed that oh, right cool. before an alarm was talking to someone right before we got on air. So uh, cool. get some late night eats, fill that belly up after watching the bands, yeah. and hopefully not having to stress out about Ohio State playing Akron. T-shirt shuttle will be here, printing on demand. T-shirts, upright press will be here. You can hand screen print your own uh, mask, since we still need masks. Um, those are free, so come early and get those while supplies last. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. Just all kinds of fun stuff happening. Yeah, we'll have tours throughout the day, so check the schedule. Just go to LangerandBrewing.com. Up there on the menu, you got LG7. You can find out uh, what the, the total run of show, anything that changes. We'll have it up there, but excited this is uh, something that we always uh look forward to last year was uh, abbreviated it was just a live version of beers at the brewery so looking forward to seeing everyone down here and having a beer mm-hmm. yeah it should be a good time start the day with donuts end the day with donuts yeah that's the way it yeah. works down here that's the way it works cool. and maybe one batch 1000 split between a few of your friends yeah. throughout the day there are going to be a ton of other offerings that are new wave version of old classics, starting with Manganata Osure, Lemon Glow Meringue Ooh. with Lemon Peel and Vanilla, Pink Lemonade Lemon Glow. Ooh, we did get that? Oh, that, I'm excited for that one. Is that a Rattler? Yeah. That'd be good for you cyclists coming down. Um, <laughs> Galaxy Crabs, which is... Double dry I don't, I don't know what du- I think about that's that. That's the double dry hops. Uh, that's right. Crabs with yeah. galaxy hops. Mm-hmm. And then we've got a Meat Sweats Smoke Lager coming again this year. But I think that's a little different than before, right? That is correct. Smoked uh, corn, was it? Corn smoked corn lager. And we've what? got... Oh, we should have got some meat corn. That would have been great to go with that. <sighs> mm, it's oh, not too late, Adam. Next time. And then we got crude juice, which is a pineapple orange. Uh, people love massive. the crude juice. That's a classic. It's a crowd crowd pleaser. Oh sure. And we've got a pumpkin spice latte with oat milk in lawn raker. Interesting. Guy. All the things. All you know. People love spice, the pumpkin the spice this time of year. They go nuts for it. They go nuts. And then also we'll have four Columbus black lager. Which, by the way, we'll be drinking on the podcast next week. Next week. But that black lager will be with chipotle and vanilla. We'll also have it without the chipotle and vanilla, too. Hmm. Well, how about that? Well, hopefully you come on down. Come on down. Tip your bartenders. Oh, sure. Mm-hmm. 